Hello. Welcome back. It has been a very long time. This is Punk Podium Podcast. I'm your host, Will. Uh, Aiden is not here today. I don't know where he is. I told him we would be recording right now, but this is the first time that he has missed, and he has not told me why he's missing. Um, And then uh, one of our other guests that I was planning to have on here has a headache right now, and the other one is also MIA. So it's just me and Hunter today. Um, Go... (laughs) <laughs> um he's been here a while you know you guys all know him um yeah i first want to apologize it's probably been six or seven weeks since i've done anything um and that has been from a number of reasons uh um, one of those just being i was not in the mood to record anything any of the times i had them slotted it was impossible to figure out scheduling um, I could not find guests for the things I wanted to do. I was going to do a live stream like five weeks ago, and I never ended up doing that because I could not find any people to do it. Um, yeah, regardless, just know that if I'm not posting anything, it usually means something is not going how I would like it to go. Um, or if I did record an episode, I'm not uploading it because I don't like it. But regardless, that's about that. Um, I have a lot of stuff planned for the summer, and hopefully I will actually be consistent. Um, be- yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'll have plenty of time to focus on this a little more. Um, I don't have to worry about school or anything. So, yeah, um, again, it's just me and Hunter today. uh, And we're going to talk about um, the Israel-Palestine situation because, you know, it's very prevalent right now, or at least it was a week or two ago. Um, It kind of seems to be losing steam, but we need to talk about regardless because, yeah, but I feel like regardless, um, there are so many people who still don't understand the situation um, which, first of all, the information is not as difficult to find as some people say it is. Um, if you, at least if you're looking in the right spots, like Hunter was telling me, he couldn't find any sources. But I found a ton of information on Instagram, which maybe isn't the most reliable, but it does a pretty good job of summarizing everything. Um, and uh, that's also where I've been posting stuff, advocating for Palestine and all that. Um, but regardless, it's a big situation. It's a big deal. Um, it's been going on for 70 years or so since the end of World War II. Um, and we're going to talk about it because I need to explain it to people and um, I need to bring more awareness to it. So um, so I'm going to start just by explaining uh, the event and both sides of it. So um, uh, Israel was formed right after World War II, uh, essentially for all the European Jews trying to escape the Holocaust. You know, We didn't want that to happen again, so we put them all in one place so we, they could live happily ever after. Um, and that was that, you know, Britain all, did all that. They were managing it. Um, and then it was going not so well because the Palestinians who had been living there for centuries and were, you know, pretty happy with their current situation were all of a sudden being colonialized by all these European Jews and, um, you know, people across Europe, Asia, and the Americas just all coming to Israel at one time. Um, and essentially kicking them out, uh, and that's still ongoing today. You know, if you look at maps from Israel uh, 50 years ago versus now, you can see the territorial differences. Um, but regardless, Palestine is being kind of pushed back. People are being kicked out of their homes, um, and that's kind of the history you need to know about it. Um, right now, the situation started with um, evictions of Palestinians in Israel, um, essentially to make room for more Israelites, uh, Israelis. Um, 
to you know to get them in there and stuff and the palestinians again have been living there for generations and they're being kicked out they have nowhere to go um and you know we have we hear almost every day there's news of a hospital or an apartment building being knocked down um killing people their top covid doctor in the area was killed which is a pretty big deal um and the un finally stepped in um and they're trying to negotiate with israel to get aid in there but um yeah essentially the two sides of the argument uh on the one side you have the support of palestine um advocating against israel's uh, imperialist takeover and they're them using the full strength of their army to shut down people with what are essentially homemade rocket launchers that aren't doing a whole lot of damage whereas on the other side again israel is using the full force of their army as well as united states support from biden because he sold something like 70 million dollars worth of weapons to them and that was just astonishing to me and he is very unpopular among democrats right now uh because of his decisions with this um but yeah he has chosen not to support palestine he's supporting israel because of whatever american diplomacy um essentially because both countries root in colonialism and you know we have advocated for jewish safety and israeli safety for you know decades now so we're sticking with Israel because we find them a valuable asset. But, you know, is that really important when you have people dying for essentially no reason other than Israel wants more space? What does that sound like? That kind of sounds like Hitler to me, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't mean to compare the two, but Hitler wanted living space for his, you know, uh, ethnic Germans. And now Israel, ironically, the country for Jewish people wants space for their ethnic Jewish, and they're kicking out the people who are already there. Um, but I'm probably going too far into my bias. Uh, the other side of the opinion is for Israel, saying that um, the Jewish people need a place to live, uh, so Israel needs to exist. Um, also, Palestine is being violent. They have instigated a lot of violence. Um, but my personal standings is that there's violence on both sides, but regardless, the fighting now needs to stop. And there is more violence against Palestinians than there is Israel, Israeli people, um, at least on the military level, because, you know, stuff I just explained. On the civilian level, you know, it's a little different. There are riots. There are people being killed regardless. But that has been going on for ages. It's just unfortunate. And there's not much we can do about that. But if we can do anything about it, Israel and their advances, you know, but this podcast isn't going to make a difference on that. I'm just a 15 year old kid from Chicago. What the hell do I know? Clearly more than everyone else. Um, but yeah, the, the fact that that's another thing is, um, a lot of people don't know about this because the government and the media have done a very good job of not telling you everything, um, or only telling you so much. Um, but yeah, Hunter, do you have anything to say? I kind of went on for a while. So, um, yeah, Will, I, uh, thank you for covering, uh, that's a dumb start, I'm gonna restart that, I don't know what, okay, anyway, alright, so I'm gonna share my, not opinion, but my, uh, uh, my, my, my thoughts, so, I'd like to preface this with, I don't know a ton about this, I did a pretty good amount of research earlier today, like, uh, in, involving this, and I could not find any valuable information, even from sources like BBC, and all that. It was all outdated, and, um, yeah. So, my, my side would be with Israel, but, again, take that with a grain of salt. I don't know a whole lot about it. 
But uh, Will made an argument about Jewish people needing a place to live, and that's the Israel side. And to, to some extent, I believe that's very valid. For so many years, Jewish people have been discriminated against and um, hated just because of their religion. Great example, you brought up Hitler. Great example is Hitler, uh, World War II. So having them having a, ref a refuge in Israel is something I find to be very, very valuable. Uh, but again, I don't think that necessarily justifies any violence at all. But um, once again, I want I want to emphasize that there's been violence on both sides, and it's not fair to say that, oh, well, only these people are being violent. In fact, from what I've found, uh, I I've seen that the Palestinians actually started the conflict. Who escalated it, I don't know, but... Uh, from what I know, the Palestinians started it. So, whatever your whatever side you're on, I I just hope that uh, you get all the facts, take them all into consideration, and make an opinion on your own and not from what someone else says. And again, with the lack of information out there, I uh, hope that if you do want to learn more about this, you do dig deep, maybe even deeper than Instagram, and <laughs> try to find some uh, valid sources. But again, I think it's too complicated of an issue to try to make a uh, hard and fast judgment on. Yeah, um, I, I honestly completely agree. It's it's a difficult topic, but personally, um, my reasoning again for supporting Palestine is you know okay. So let's let's say the Palestinians started it. Um, they are still being attacked, you know, and Israel found it necessary to use the full force of their army to quote-unquote defend themselves in Biden's own words. Um, whereas, you know, if you really look at that, does that sound like defense or does it sound like colonialism and imperialism? You know, they're, they're trying to take that land, essentially. They're trying to kick out all the Palestinians because they want more space. Um, and they have the full support of essentially what is the most powerful nation in, in the world. Um, at least the most powerful military. You can disagree with me, whatever you want. No, you I believe really. the U.S. has the strongest military in the world. Um, and, you know, with a country like Israel getting support from that, you know, such a superpower, you know, has its issues. And that's that's my standing. Um, Aiden actually joined us, uh, so Hello. he's here. Anything? Anything? Crickets. He's dead. Um, uh, well, if if we don't get an Aiden to respond, uh, responding to what you just said, Will, uh, I, I think that if both nations are, well, no, both, both sides to this argument are using the full force of their military, you can say Israel's doing that with their powerful weapons, and um, the Hamas, I think you pronounce it, are using their, what you call, homemade weapons. They're both still using the full extent of their military, so I don't think it'd be fair to say that it's unfair that the uh, is Israelites the right word? I don't know. Uh, Israelis, I don't know. But uh, that the, I don't think it'd be fair to say that they're using too much force because if both sides are using uh, the force that they deem justifiable, then uh, I don't think it'd be fair to call that unfair, for lack of a a better way to phrase that. And once again, I brought this up um, when Will and I were just talking before this. 
if the there was a famous uh, there was a Civil War general William Tecumseh Sherman. He had a famous quote: "War is hell," and I think that's um, very accurate. And when the ends justify the means, you should do anything to, well, help your cause. And depending on whether or not you think that there are valid reasons for the Palestine, uh, Palestinian cause and the Israel cause, for I I don't know the uh, the correct language to be using yep. here. But if you think that those ends justify those means, then I think that what they're doing is justifiable. But again, as I said earlier, it's way too complicated, in my opinion, to make a quick judgment, especially with something like that ongoing. And uh, I think there's a lack of information, and making a judgment would be not wise. Yeah, so kind of like, you know, me and what he said, what, what am I saying? Uh, like he just said, you know, we talked about this like right before recording, actually. Um, and my response was essentially that, um, let's take it from the Israel standpoint, do the ends justify the means? Personally, I believe they don't because what does Israel want? They want the Palestinians out of there uh, and they want more land, which um, doesn't justify their means at all. Let's say, no. you're, here, hold on, let me let me finish. Let's say you, you have all these Palestinians and you're, you want them out of there, and you know there's multiple ways you can go about that. You can kick, you can just kick them out of their homes, but then you have to support them because it's your accountability for kicking them out of their homes. Um, but Israel just kind of wants them out of there, um, and uh, that wasn't a great analogy. I hope you get what I'm saying. They can do better ways. They can go about it better. What I'm saying, they can go about it better. Um, and then on the Palestinian perspective, if the ends justify the means. The Palestinians want to survive, and they want to stay there, uh, and also a whole lot of them want the Israelis out. But regardless, most the the majority of Palestinian cities citizens in the Gaza Strip didn't want to get involved in this at all. It's it's the Hamas and the Israel army that are fighting, and they're get getting caught in the crossfire. They just want to live there, and they've lived there for generations, and they're the ones who I believe are the largest victims. Sir, they're also Israeli citizens who have to go in their bomb shelters every night. But I believe the Palestinian citizens are suffering the most out of any group. And uh, that's why we need to stop the situation. Go ahead, Hunter. Oh, one quick thing. Uh, I think right now we're looking at two... Um, we're, we're not looking uh, at the full history of this situation, which I don't think you or I... Uh, know enough about to talk about it completely but i did a little uh, research as you were talking and there this is um ethicalfocus.org and it's ethical culture and uh it seems like a pretty reliable source it's a nice website and all that if you want to check it out it's the article on both sides of the conflict so it says that they've been competing for the same land which will touched for a really really long time but the key word there is competing. I think that uh, this land is debatable whether or not it belongs to the Hamas or the Israelites. And and I'm going to quote it. The Arabs saw an increasing number of Jews coming to what they saw they saw as their land, buying up property and becoming more organized, a serious threat that made them feel increasingly dis dispossessed. Um, I'm going to... Uh, Skip a little bit forward. They attacked Jewish neighborhoods. The Arab called the Arabs called it a popular uprising, not riots. And essentially, end quote. Uh, that that's what 
that little part said. And I think that what that's saying is it's more complicated than that. I think that the land is not necessarily 100% Palestine's. And that, well, I think that there's the, uh, the, the factor of the religious boundary in there, for sure. And they're, they just don't want them there because they're Jewish, or they just don't want them there because, I don't know, I think it's Islam that they practice, but I'm not 100% sure because they're Arabic. Uh, but yeah, from that, I think, again, I'm just trying to drive that point in that I don't think you should be too quick to assume it's too complicated to necessarily have a strong opinion on, and that's all. I can actually elaborate a little bit on that. So, um, originally Palestine was a nation where there were Jews, there were uh, Muslims, um, and again, yeah, the majority of Palestinians are Muslim, uh, and actually there was uh, a very, very important religious site, essentially um, our equivalent, or the Christian equivalent is, um, actually I saw it compared to the Notre Dame burning, you know, that got full media coverage. Uh, Notre Dame Cathedral was burning down. People were freaking out about it. And then we have this uh, incredible um, religious site for Muslims across the globe has riot police inside of it. There's tear gas inside. People are gathering like they do every year just to celebrate um, Eid. But regardless, um, what were we saying? You were talking about, uh, can you remind me? I'm saying, oh, like, it, oh, I'm just trying to put the point in that you shouldn't be quick to assume here. And they're, they, they're, they've been competing, keyword there's competing, for this land for a really long time. And I, I don't think it's necessarily the Palestinian, Palestinians who have 100%. And I, I think that it's a debatable thing, and I don't think that the Israelis are doing it to force these people out because they dislike them. I don't think that's the motive necessarily. And uh, I've been meaning to say this. I think that you're kind of making an assumption there because I don't think there's ever been a uh, official statement saying that. And, well, I think there's, again, a lot more to the situation than you or I know. And I don't think that you should make a judgment either because you're getting your information off of Instagram, which could be heavily biased and all that. And for me, I'm doing five-minute research. So yeah, that, that's, I mean, my, that's my take on it. I guess I partially agree with that. It's it's more about like, um, again, a lot of people are saying it's not a religious war. I believe that's certainly part of the aspect, but I also agree that it's not about religion per se. They don't really care that they're Jewish. They don't care that they're Muslim. It's the fact that it's two different groups, one of which was has not been there for thousands of years, one of which has been there, or not thousands, but it's been there for centuries versus only been there for... 80 years um and that's the difference and that's why um a lot of people are calling israel a colonial state um and regardless i think you have to agree that the violence needs to stop on both sides yeah, 100%. or at least what the hell whatever is going on right now needs to be stopped and the united states president biden has all the resources at his disposal to stop that but he is choosing not to that is what i'm so pissed about and that's it's it's going to be a big thing in Biden's future. This is going to be a um, a very dark stain on his reputation. <laughs> He's not helping. Well, I think maybe citizens. from the, the perspective of Democrats, but from a lot of people who support Israel, it's a good thing that he's doing. Yeah, but, so. you know, I mean, Michael McCann, I was going to have him on here. He was he was texting me about it, and he was uh, even saying, like, you know, he supports Palestine, but he's uh, 
he considers himself a Republican or independent, whatever you want to call it. He's more conservative than I am, but he supports Palestine. And he was pointing out the fact that this does not look good for Biden. And I kind of think that in the future, Republicans are going to use this um, as a point to be made that Biden is not the Democratic Messiah, whatever. Um, whether or not we even describe him to be that, which I don't. Um, I know he's not perfect. I do not agree with everything he's done. I agree with a whole lot of it, but, you know, this is a very large thing that I and a whole lot of other Democrats don't agree with, and I think he's he could go better about it. Um, and even, like, our vice president, Kamal Harris, she, I believe, has some Arabic and, and Muslim... Uh, heritage in her and she, sure she is indian and black but. yeah i don't know but she has still um she was actually she actually spoke out before biden she had a big speech and uh she explicitly said that israel needs to defend itself and the u.s will continue to be um an ally of israel so that was kind of disappointing to hear and yeah but regardless Hunter is on the side of Israel, so he actually supports what Biden's doing, but it, it just depends on... Well, again, I, I don't want to say that because I don't or, Yeah, know but you agree with saying. it more than I do. I, I guess, yeah, because I don't think that um, either is necessarily justified. Yeah. Um. All right, we're at 23 minutes. Uh, the other thing I have in here is Biden's response and maybe Trump. Um, I was expecting Michael to be here, and he and I could have had a very long conversation about that. Um, but there isn't a whole lot more to talk about. Um, I was thinking we could just talk about Biden's presidency so far and have a talk about our approval of him so far. Um, but Aiden, you're here. We get a little sound from him. He's not saying a whole lot. <laughs> Um, yeah, Aiden joined us a little while ago and me and Hunter were still in the middle of a bit of a discussion. So we kept going with that. But, um, yeah, I mean, do you want to talk about Biden? Um, I, I don't, is there a lot to talk about? I mean, the, the funny thing to me is actually, I, I know very, very little about what he's done with his presidency because I, I don't know. And I don't want to be that guy, but when, when Trump was president, you can say why you think this is every single day and uh, since i'm more conservative I, I unfortunately i get like harassed every day at school for it um which is unfortunate but hey whatever it is what it is i'm not gonna get butthurt about it um and people were always like oh do you support what trump did and all that and i like i don't know i just haven't been hearing that uh that same honestly i've attitude. i've been hearing a lot about biden so i think it's all about sources and I've thought about like where you get your information, Hunter, a lot. Um, you know, because you uh, you watch Fox News, right? Am I correct? No, I don't. I don't watch the news. Oh, well. Um, news is dumb. It's biased. And yeah, it's but regardless, if you're looking at news, you're probably more likely to get conservative results than I am, right? Because um, I've been hearing a lot use, about Biden. I don't use Here, listen, a browser listen. that. So you've been hearing a lot about that tracks my data. So I use DuckDuckGo. You've been hearing a lot about, or you were hearing a lot about Trump. Whereas I didn't hear a lot about what Trump was doing, probably because I, you know, didn't care that much or because I wasn't as much in politics then. But I'm always hearing about what Biden's doing, and I have, for the most part, approved of all of it. Actually, I was discussing this with um, another conservative guy at um, the gym uh, 
who also happens to be named Will. He's been on the podcast before. Oh, well. We were talking about Biden's um, infrastructure plan, which I believe is going to be fantastic for the economy. And it directly counteracts a big thing that Republicans were mad about was um, the shutting down of the pipeline in uh, wherever it was, um, the oil pipeline. You notice that oil year. prices have been up? That's not connected, actually. We can talk about that right now. That's that's completely not connected. The oil prices are oh, up well, right I, now. I, I believe it's very connected, my guy. Listen, so Biden and the, and the whole administration, I believe the actually, actually the FBI and the CIA have both said um, it was a Russian-based hacker group, which sounds ridiculous, but Trump said the same thing. So it's also ironic that we, we didn't believe Trump and we're believing Biden now. But, you know, Trump said the exact same thing about, you know, we're always blaming Russians. We're always blaming the Russians, but... There's evidence that it was a Russian-based hacker group that literally hacked the Eastern oil pipeline, which, mind you, is a completely different oil pipeline than the one that was shut down earlier this year. Dude, they are completely separate. What? How does one hack a pipeline? What in the world? You hack the servers that it runs on. There's computers that, that regulate the flow and all that. I don't know exactly how it works. But it was hacked, and they and they figured out how to mess it all up. Um, but again, they're two completely different pipelines, so you can't associate the two things. Uh which I believe is a stupid argument to be made, and I had to point that out to, to Will. Um, but they're two completely different pipelines, and the, the situations are not connected at all. Um, mm, but also... I, I don't know, man. I don't know about that. All right, well, with the also the, the pipeline, and I believe it was the, the northwest or just the north, wherever it was, um, that the oil in that pipeline was used for roads. It wasn't used for gasoline, so people were calling it for Biden, but um, the, the, that pipeline was literally used for roads, for asphalt, essentially. And it was horrible for the environment. And despite, quote-unquote, how many jobs it cut out, Biden's infrastructure plan is creating thousands of jobs a day. He said it himself. He showed the statistics. I don't trust statistics too much, but Biden said that it's creating thousands of jobs a day, which is, a, again, it's a weird statistic, but let's say it's true. The oil pipeline, let's say that shut down 5,000 jobs. If he's creating so many jobs a day, more than are, five thousand, my guy. Yeah, whatever. But he's replacing all these with an infrastructure plan that I don't understand why the Republicans are opposing it because of the money or whatever. That money is not coming from taxpayers; it's coming from the government. You can make an argument: well, where did the government get that money from? Taxpayers, whatever. The government is paying for it. Biden has said he's not going to use taxpayer money to pay for the infrastructure mm -hmm. bill. The infrastructure bill is, is creating jobs that don't require any experience or any college degree. Tons of people who are in poor neighborhoods and poor areas and rural areas are going to have plenty of jobs flowing to them. And right now, jobs are declining at a very fast rate. My dad was just telling me the other day, he grew up in Mendota, Illinois, which is a more rural community. And the pea factory that he used to work at in high school shut down a few months ago. Um, right, uh, well, well, can I interrupt you for a second? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. As I said at the beginning of this conversation, like, I don't know anything about Biden. So right now you're saying all these things, but I have nothing that I can say to respond to them. So it's kind of like just a one-way argument. I have nothing I can say to defend them because I know nothing about what I'm talking about. So yeah, I, I don't know because I haven't heard that he's done anything super, 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 super significant. So I don't know, man. Yeah, that's that's kind of the vibe I got from Castelli too is he seemed to not know as much and he was making some assumptions. But what I want to get across is that you know, especially with the oil situation, they're disconnected. They're two different things. And actually, I think it was a two different things. Actually, it was a gas pipeline and an oil pipeline. Oil pipeline being shut down. Gas pipeline. Oil being is hacked. gas. Whatever. They're they're Doesn't two matter. different Doesn't things. Matter. Yeah. Um, but 
yeah, that's about that. And yeah, I, I gotcha. Well, the anyway, other... uh, so I think what you're saying is you support most of the things that he's done, except for the obviously the stuff with Palestine. And I'm saying I know yeah. nothing. Yeah. So great. It's weird. Media is kind of annoying sometimes, but I am happy with the media that I'm being fed. So I think that if you aren't happy, you can try to find some media that does um, feed you what the information that you want to hear. Um, personally, I listen to a whole lot of NPR. Uh, they seem to be pretty left-leaning to me, but they, they have a lot of really good information, um, and they have a fantastic podcast that is like literally 15 minutes long. They they make a new one every single day, and it goes about the latest headlines and explains them well. And they interview someone for each headline. It's a great podcast to start your day to get you know up and up and ready with all the new news. Um, NPR, please plug me. I just plugged you. You're gonna get about 10 more listeners. Probably <laughs> um, like 100. No, no. Oh, maybe. <laughs> mm, we'll see. But um, yeah. What about we're about 30 NPR, minutes and plug me, bro. <laughs> we're at about 30 minutes and I'm feeling a little under the weather today anyways. And, um, COVID. We, don't, we don't have as much. Okay. Whatever. Um, we don't have very many people, so I'm, I'm going to end it here. I'm going to mute oh, you. We should do an episode gonna... on that, bro. The vaccine. Oh, that would be smart That's a good idea. Week, bro. We'll talk about COVID in general. I'll do a large episode on that, but, um, I'm going to end it here. So thanks for listening. Uh, again, I apologize for being absent. Um, but hopefully this episode has, uh, opened your eyes a little bit and showed you, you know, what's actually going on down there. Um, regardless of how relevant it's going to be in a week, uh, I think that we should keep paying attention to it because, um, you know, there's stuff coming out about it very recently. So, um, yep, that's about it. I'll, uh, I'll... Aiden's mom was funny. <laughs> Shut up. Um, I'll uh <laughs> we'll see you next week. Uh thanks for listening. Later.